0: You're listening to the West Side Podcast, a part of the L.A. International Church of Christ Family of Churches, worshiping God in L.A. since
1: 1989. All right, good morning. It's great uh, to be together as we finish up the uh, second part of our workshop and also our Sunday worship service. The singing sounds great this morning, don't you think? So grateful for everyone and so grateful for the uh, worship team as well. You know, 2016 is the year that we're going to start building more, putting more emphasis in these different ministries, and I want to welcome everyone this morning. Uh, I want to welcome, uh, I know we had a special group of uh, students from Virginia, Virginia Tech particularly. Uh, let me get them to stand on up. Uh, welcome, welcome. So as I understand, they're all camped out in the Shump's Garage So I think uh, Catherine is ready uh, to move on. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But uh, as I mentioned before, uh, you know, 2016 is going to be an exciting year. Uh, I think we have an incredible church with so much talent. And uh, we want to utilize that talent. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that during the service. But one of the ministries that we want to build up is the media ministry. It's a language all of its own. And it's a language that uh, I think that we need to catch up with. Uh, need to stay relevant and really help as many people as possible know the Word of God and making the Word attractive uh, to them. And one of those uh, people that are instrumental in that is Paul Nakakura. Paul is an incredibly talented guy, Uh, just a media and just so many things, and I appreciate him so much in using his talents to serve the church through uh, even the newsletter yesterday. Uh, Did you like the new logo that we have that we kicked out yesterday? Uh, all of comes out of Paul's mind, and uh, so I really appreciate Paul and just his family and all they do, and this is a chance that Paul is going to share a little bit about the new media ministry as
0: well. Here's him. Happy New Year. So I'm really excited to be able to share a little bit about what we're about and what we're going to be doing as a media ministry or media team. So I want to give you a little update today. So there's a mission statement that we have, and that is to strengthen the church identity and to enhance the worship experience, to increase the effectiveness in our outreach, and to improve member communication. So we want to really help in, our, in all these areas. It's for our members and also for the community. And these are the areas of focus. First, we have branding, which we finally were able to set, and that includes the logo. And we're going to start with the print, <coughs> print media, which uh, you were able to see on the business card and the newsletter. And we're going to also look at the signage outside when you come in. We're going to have uh, some impact there. And uh, videos, uh, ongoing uh, projects, and social media. Uh, it's, it's something that we need to really um, catch up on. And website and app so we're looking at all these areas uh, holistically so uh, uh, previously we were uh, everything was kind of bits and pieces and we, we don't want to have that have to happen we want to really look at everything I- in a unified way yeah. uh, so this is the um, media team current media team members and uh, we have really recruited a lot of talented people a lot of these people are professionals successful professionals in their own fields. And uh, I like how King Anglianto looks right there. <laughs> but really, um, we need all of these people in our ministry to make these things happen because it's a, it's a lot of effort. And I appreciate all the help that we can get from all these members. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll keep talking. So basically, what you got, what you received, is a start of the branding and the print media, which is the newsletter, uh, and the business cards. So the newsletter contains uh, in the back there's a calendar, and basically it's it's we try to make it really easy. It's gonna come out uh, once a month. Uh, on Sundays, so please don't waste them and leave them Mm -hmm. on the the seats so the ushers have to collect them and it's more work for them. The the basic um, idea is to really communicate to the members what we're going to have, what kind of events we're going to have during the month. month. And also to really invite the the visitors to to really participate in some of our our events. And um, the next step for the Medium team is really to make the website really great. Now, up until a couple, couple months ago, we only had an almost non-functional web, website, and we want to change that. And a couple months ago, Turnwall did a great job. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and putting up a really great functional website. And so we want everyone to, to start using it. And we want to make sure it's updated, uh, updated constantly, consistently, and so we, we need some help with that as well. So we're going to be looking at that. We're going to make it uh, take it take it a notch higher, and make it even more awesome. So, okay, great. So this is the west side. I wanted to kind of give you a little um, background on how we came about with our logo. The west side is an amazing place, with all these great part of um, the city and we're known for technology, arts and entertainment, educational institutions, and all that makes us really the wave of the future. And we also have world-class beaches and that's why you will see in our logo, little wave. So that it's, it's really, we, we have some meaning behind yeah. our logo. I just wanted to, to, to know that it's not just a pretty picture. A so this is the business cards. Really, um, please start using it. On the, on the back, you can start writing your name and your phone number and just hand it out to people that you reach out to. And we'll, we'll make, continue to make uh, improvements on this. The newsletter they re- received, we want to really make it exciting We want to have uh, great news, so please send it to me for now. And we're actually looking for an editor, copy editor, so that uh, that person can really help collect all the information that we need. Um, And we have a a great uh, uh, design editor who is going to be Dorita from Singles. (laughs) Just want to point out on the back, so if you're let's say if you're in the uh, campus ministry all you need to do is look for the C in that color and you'll be able to easily locate and understand what your events are going to be this month. So hopefully that helps. So the next step we talked about signage and also the website this the one on on the left was the old one it was almost uh, almost dead and this <laughs> is the the new one on the right. So we we'll make it some improvements there as well. And the next, also the ne- part of the ne- next step will be to create an app, kind of like what they have in a turning point. Uh, so everyone can have on their phone the app that will, you'll be able to access all the information that you need, like calendar and the sermons, and everything is going to be there on your phone. So that's going to be something that we're going to be focusing on this year. So I just wanted to thank you for your support. Thank you for the time to be able to share with you. This exciting. thing. All
1: right. Thanks, Paul. All right. That was really ingenious of Paul how he did that, right? Just kind of made a little snafu on the text. So just to make us realize how much we need technology and to work well. What does that have to do with our church service today? Because it has a lot to do with our church service. It's about communicating the message. And the Bible even talks about making the gospel attractive to those that are really having so many competing things to their attention. I know at the heart of it is, as we had talked about in our workshop, is to love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. But how do we communicate that today? How do we interface that today with the society that we live in? And that's really important. And I'll be honest with you. I am an old school dude. I'm 49 year old, you know, guy that just really is very simple in my approach. But over the years, I've really had to learn and really understand as my kids are getting older, to speak their language, to learn how to begin to speak their language, to to really use the medium that they use. Uh, yesterday in our workshop, I put out my hotmail uh, email out there for those that you know want to talk to me or ask me about anything and. Uh, I got a big jeer from the singles ministry. And, uh, they're like, you're still using Hotmail? As long as it is still alive, I'm gonna use Hotmail. Okay? I've had that account for 20 years and I'm not going back. So it's, uh, it's been a long time and I'm gonna keep that Hotmail. But it speaks, it does speak to the fact that we need to grow and change. It does speak to the fact that we need to really make a conscious effort to go out of our comfort zone and to communicate uh, God's word clearly and effectively. So let's give Paul a round of applause and the media team as well. We had the singles workshop in the morning yesterday, and then in the evening we had um, the married workshop and the family ministry and the uh, campus and teens as well. I think we're going to have an exciting year. I feel the spirit really moving in our church. I feel like everybody is getting ready, girding themselves and getting ready to chip in and as each of us do our parts, uh, to make uh, the church stronger and to strengthen the church. Our theme for the year is Jesus 2016. And we're playing off, obviously, the election that's going on uh, all around us as it gears up. And I'm really excited about the election. I love it. Uh, these ideas that are coming out. And I love the idea of just really trying to figure out really from that, uh, the beginning of our, the founding of the United States of America in order to find and to form a more perfect union. I think that is such a great line in terms of we're not a perfect union. We're the best of what we have probably around the world, as imperfect as it is. But there is striving towards a more perfect union. Amen? In the church, it's, exact, it's exactly the same thing. Meaning that we are living in a world where it is, we are in the middle. There's this tension between what has happened, Jesus, and the fulfillment of the kingdom and the promise of the kingdom that is to come. And we are living in that, that time that we're trying to get the kingdom to match what God had in mind when he sent Jesus Christ here on earth. You know, Jesus spoke so much about the kingdom uh, when he was here. And the first thing that he said that was the most important was what? To love God, Right? We talked about that yesterday. So in everything that we do in the next uh, 12 months together, and for the rest of our lives together, that's our foundation, that it emanates from a love of God, a real sincere love for God, and an understanding the love of God in our hearts as well. Today, we're going to talk about loving one another. Because the Bible actually says this, says that it is impossible to love God whom we do not see if we do not love one another who we see every day. Our love for God is shown evidence by the way that we love one another. As a matter of fact, when Paul spoke to the church in Corinthians, what did he say? He says, listen, when people come into your fellowship, it's not all these great things that they see ostensibly on the outside, but it's your love for one another. It's the openness, and it's the conviction that you have. And Paul says that people who are visiting our service will say, surely God is among you. And that's our goal, is to present God, not only through media, not only through whatever we have in our worship service, but through our own lives and our love for one another. Amen? And prayerfully, that will spread out concentrically, not only in this group, but to our neighbors to our communities throughout the West Side, and to throughout really throughout the whole world as well. So today, we're going to talk about Jesus' second part of his commandment, the first part, which is love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. The second part, which we will focus on, is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than These, When Jesus pressed to give one sentence of what scripture is all about, the Old Testament and the formation of the New Testament, what did he say? Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Isn't that amazing? When pressed, when push came to shove, Jesus says, this is it. This is where the rubber meets the road. There is no greater commandment than these. And we're going to explore these two concepts today. What does it mean to love our neighbor? And what does it mean to love ourselves? You know, God looks at us and he values us as his own children. We don't have a God that is so aloof that is out there. We don't have a God that is just unreasonable in his expectation of us without the relationship. We have a God that teaches us how to love ourselves. And I think it's important for us to really understand that because sometimes we think, well, you know, if I become a Christian, it just means that I just live outside. I don't have anything to do with myself. In the Bible, it says that we don't love our lives as much. But God actually calls us to love ourselves as God loves us. You know, I'm so excited about, you know, uh, Jason and Miyoko. They're expecting their first son in March. And you can tell that Jason, there's an expectation, there's a there's a uh, eagerness to meet this little lad that's coming out. You know, that's packing his suitcases right now. You know, to come out into the world. And it is exciting. It is exciting to really love someone that's an extension of who you are, and your love for your wife and your spouse, and this little being that's coming out. There's an anticipation of that. God looks at us the same way as He sees each one of us. And he goes, that's my son. That's my daughter. I got plans for that person. And he wants us to learn how to have a healthy love for ourselves. The title of our lesson today is just a radical love for each other, starting with us. There's got to be a healthy relationship with ourselves. So much of our struggles, mentally and emotionally, really is a dissatisfaction deep down about who we are. Whether it's the things that we've done in the past or the things that we continue to do or the things that we struggle with, we struggle to find the grace that is there for us and really finding what love really is, starting with ourselves. It is so hard to love other people when it's so hard to find to love ourselves. It's really true. It's really true. You know, there's a popular book that was out and it says that, you know, Uh, hate people, hate people. But on another front of that side is also love people really knows how to love other people as well. I think the most important relationship that we can have is with ourselves. And understanding who we are and we are made in God's image. You know, it's so funny because Lena and I I had a chance to travel and we worked in in Bangkok for a while and Bangkok is you know, unfortunately because of history and historical reasons and because of, of are really just a poor um, and i will just say it I, I think just 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 paganism and false religion has made that society into one of 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 women selling themselves and I am a late night person I love hanging out with the brothers and nights and you know hanging out you know into the wee hours in the morning and I had a hard time when I first moved back to p v you know when everything closed at six o'clock know, I, I really I understand you know, post-traumatic stress syndrome because I was living in people. I'm like, I mean, I'm going out of my mind here. you know. But hanging out at night and seeing these women sell themselves for $20 half an hour, $30 for an hour, it's, it's heartbreaking. And if there was only one thing that I can share with them is that scripture that says, you were made in the image of God. If we can all understand that, we are created in the image of God, I think it would change So much of how we see ourselves, and how much we respond to ourselves, and how much we really value ourselves in a godly way. You know, Jesus talks about this in the situation when he went to the home of Mary and Martha. And Martha, being a great hostess, and Lena, you know, that's her big thing this year is hospitality, and we definitely need to practice hospitality. And, you know, hospitality by exam, by definition is such a sacrificial thing because it's, it's really moving our agenda on the side to really our comfort to serve someone, to, to really make someone feel at home. And that's what Martha was doing. And she was frustrated. And, uh, you know, maybe you know, to a point where she, it was just overflowing out of her. The Bible says, but Martha was distracted as Jesus was coming to the house by all the preparation that had to be made. She came in and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. You would think that Jesus would be on Martha's side, would you? And I think he is. He's not down on Martha. But there was a greater lesson to be learned here. There was a greater lesson to be learned here. The Bible says Jesus continued and he said, Martha, Martha, those infamous two words. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. And so many of us, myself included, we are so good at majoring in the minors. And we forget the bigger picture of who we are, where we stand before God, our standing before God. And we forget and we get annoyed. We get pestered, we get burned, we get bogged down. And actually, the Bible says that the things that need to be done, it's not like, you know, we're neglecting these things that need to be done, but it's putting things in perspective as we begin our year in 2016. What is really, really important in our lives? How do we really take care of ourselves? You know, I shared this with the family ministry yesterday, that we live in an unprecedented time. We are more concerned with what we put in ourselves now. We have more information about what goes in our body now than we've ever had before. You know, the FDA is, is making these fast food restaurants, putting signage up about how many calories, what's the cholesterol level, you know, all these different things so that we can have the information we need to make these decisions for our health and for our bodies. How much more so the spiritual aspects in our lives? How, how much should we scrutinize what goes into our hearts and minds? And Jesus, I shared the scripture last night, Jesus says, be careful what you hear. Martha, Martha, you are worried about many things. And Jesus says, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better. It will not be taken away from her. In any given message, there might be 10% that is relevant to you. And everything I say might not be of any relevance at all, but the very least, you can come up to me and says, "Ken, you chose some great scriptures, man. Those are awesome scriptures, and I'm fine with it." We got to choose what is better. We got to learn how to filter out the noises. Anything. People's imperfections, people's foibles, people's things that annoy you. You know, we got to really choose what is better and learn how to be discerning spiritually. Amen? Do not neglect your gift. You know, as Paul was giving instruction to Timothy, and this is another aspect of loving ourselves, is this. As Paul talked about, there are some, really, some really talented people in this room, and we are all uniquely gifted in our own ways. And those in the media feel we need to recruit them and do the best that they can. So Paul said to Timothy, his young disciple, says, do not neglect your gift, which was given to you. But he didn't stop there. He goes on to the next passage in verse 15, and he says, be diligent in these matters, give yourself wholly to them, so that everyone may see your progress. It is one thing to rely on our gifts. It's another thing to appreciate God for those things and to work on things that perhaps we're not strong in. So Paul said to Timothy, his young disciple, says, Timothy, listen, what people are going to look at is not how great you are, although that is self-evident, that is a gift of God, but they're going to want to see your progress. We all are working on something. And we rejoice in the progress that we make. We encourage one another in the progress that we make. Amen? As a community of God's people, Let's really practice the art of encouragement more. Let's really help each other. As Lena talked about last night, it takes a community. You know, as we set out these goals for 2016, it takes all of us to help each other, to encourage one another. And let's not conform any longer to the bitterness. And you're going to see that a lot more as the election cycles crank up. Do not be influenced by that, whether consciously or even subconsciously but let's encourage each other as we see each other make progress amen point number 2 your neighbor you know Jesus was constantly expanding the the definition of what your neighbor is the jews had the neighbors as people that are of their own race and then they expanded a little bit more into the aliens that were living in their country and then in the new testament times the Jews at that time went back to just the people of their race, and Jesus went way beyond that, blew all the standards away, and expanded their neighbors into, complete, uh, into um, combining women, you know, as, as, that's your neighbor. He allowed women to do things that were unspeakable at the culture at that time. You know, I love uh, February, because it is a month of Black History Month, and it forces us, right, to understand other cultures more. And I want to do this in, in February, that we expand that a little bit more. We celebrate black history, even beyond the civil rights movement, into the culture, black culture, and the celebration of the achievements. But I want to expand that out a little bit more, too, in talking about how we push ourselves beyond our own culture, beyond our age group, beyond our gender, and really learning and the uncomfortableness of going out and learning about each other. I'm excited about February as we expand on what this means, your neighbor. I was going to, if there was any a book that I was going to write, it was going to be entitled, Everything I've Ever Learned in Life I've Learned Through the Venn Diagram in the Third Grade. Okay? Everything I've Ever Learned in Life I've Learned in the Venn Diagram. This is not a Venn Diagram. This is two circles that are apart from one another. What the Venn Diagram is, conjuring up your third grade class, is this. Okay, It's respecting that we are different from one another. There is a difference on the side, the white side. And God made us uniquely different. But if we are going to connect together, if we are going to be the church that God wants us to be, we've got to force ourselves to get into each other's lives, to learn about each other. And that's the red area there. It could be really something that's uncomfortable or it could be something that's really exciting to do to learn about different cultures, to learn about one another, to ask questions about each other. Now, what does that have to do with... A lot has to do with this. As we learn how to interface with each other, we learn how to interface with the neighbors around us as well. It takes work. You know, last year was a little bit hard for me. I reached out to three friends that came to church, studied the Bible, and just didn't make it. You know, for one reason or another. And it was a little bit discouraging for me. Okay? But I thought about that over the break and go, you know what, what What? what, what okay. What could I have done better in my relationship with these guys? How could I have done better in, in just reaching out to them more on my part? I'm sure there was a lot of stuff on their part. But you know what, what's on my part? What can I do to merge uh, this together? You know, at this time, we're going to have a chance to hear from uh, Adrian Newsom. Uh, Adrian, are you here? All right. And um, we have an opportunity that we can do that uh, in our in our community. And Adrian's going to share a little bit about that.
2: Thanks, thanks, Ken. Is this microphone on? It is. All right, thank you. So, good morning, brothers and sisters, friends and family. For those of you who don't know, I'm the president and the chief operating officer of a nonprofit called the Grid Foundation, and that stands for Gang Reduction and Youth Development. And we are making a positive difference in 32 communities here in Los Angeles that have been plagued by gang violence, high levels of unemployment, and high concentrations of young people who, but for our efforts, really would be susceptible to joining a gang or choosing a life of crime just to be able to support themselves. And I'm happy to announce that the GRID Foundation is gonna be partnering with Hope Worldwide to make a difference in the lives of young people from these communities. Now, I've been involved with the nonprofit since 2012, and I've personally witnessed the transformation that takes place in their lives, you know, when they really feel and see that somebody believes in them and really gives them a chance. And we call them the youth squad. Some are in school pursuing their education. Some are in college. Some are working. Some have actually even been hired by the city of Los Angeles and are working and are doing well. And these are decent young people. Uh, They're 18 to 25-year-olds, and they have dreams and goals just like many of us. They just happen to have been born and raised in a neighborhood that has its challenges. And now with you, we have the opportunity to make an even greater impact. And the program is called Youth Squad 360, which stands for 360-degree wraparound service. And you can learn more about it. The website, I believe it's up, is grideffect.org. But I don't want to take a whole lot of time, but honestly, they're not looking for a handout. What they're looking for is a hand up. And what they've expressed, one of them even said, you know what, we just need somebody to show us the ropes so that we can get a job and keep a job and be able to take care of ourselves. And, you know, with the upcoming Martin Luther King Day, you know, it's really an opportunity to remember Dr. King didn't just get people to serve for a day. He really engaged and mobilized people to be able to live a life of service to the community and to this country. And so this coming Saturday, January 16th, if you're willing to spend a couple of hours with us, we'll feed you. We'll try to have you home in time for the kickoff, for those of you who are football fans. But, you know, you'll be able to hear from the young people, hear who they are, where they come from, and where they want to go, and how you can engage. So if you have a story to tell of how you've overcome an obstacle, if you're here today and you can hear my voice, I believe you're being called by God to be able to come and tell your story and really be able to make an impact. So some of them have relatives who um, only speak Spanish. So say hola last this is for you. Uh, if you're in the campus ministry or if you are undivided in your devotion to the Lord, that, that means you singles special invitation for the campus and the singles to really be able to make an impact and to share your story and to really help show them some of the ropes. Now, if you're married, I don't want you to feel excluded either. If you feel like as a married person or somebody with a family that you can commit maybe even just once a year to come out and speak and share your story, you can make a big difference. Campus and singles, if you can be able to commit perhaps once a month just to be able to meet with someone, and let your light shine I think you can make a big difference and so I'm just so grateful for the opportunity thanks Ken and Lena just for this opportunity and I have a scripture it says for what is our hope our joy or the crown in which we glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes is it not you indeed you are our glory and joy so I'm just grateful and I really hope that you can join the grid foundation and hope worldwide in creating a safer healthier, stronger Los Angeles, and in bringing hope and changing lives. Thank you so I mean, much. Awesome. Thanks. Good job.
1: You know, Paul said that uh, it is more blessed to give than receive. I thought about that for a long time. What does that mean? That means that we're in a position to give rather than to be given to. And that's really the essence of what Christianity is when it comes to one another. So we have this relationship with God, that it fills us to the point where we can give to other people as well. I want to share two scriptures before we get a chance to take communion together. You know, Paul talked about just the excitement of our Christian lives. Paul says, to the weak I became weak, to win the weak. He says, I become all things to all men so that by all possible means I might save some. He says, I'm going to stretch myself. I'm going to do whatever it takes. He says, I do all this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessings as well. You see, what we do, God is not just leaving us out of it. He says, listen, it's for you as well. Love your neighbor as yourself. You know, as we take communion, I'm going to get ready for this here. Change takes time. You know, Buzz Lightyear has a Spanish switch in the back. And uh, I am an Asian man. I, in my race, we're not known as the most romantic people on the face of the earth. I can say that because I am Asian. All right? Now, Buzz Lightyear has a switch in the back and sometimes when I'm sleeping and I feel Lena touching my back there, I think she's trying to switch on the Spanish mode in me. Okay? Which does not exist. Okay, but it is a felt need for my wife, romance and stuff like that. What's my point here? My point here is that to be all things to all men, especially my closest neighbor, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of admitting that I am not like that, but I want to be like that. And uh I love buzz, buzz uh Scott. I think that means to the rescue, right? To the rescue. So hopefully that will imprint that in your mind as we make the changes in our lives as well. You know, this year we're going to focus a lot on our family groups. And a lot of the schedule, if you look at the notice, if you notice on your calendar, a lot of it is focused on the family group. And uh, we're going to have a meeting after this with our family group leaders for about half an hour. And Mark's going to get you to explain that a little bit more to be able to really help our group develop into the unit uh, that is supportive of what we talked about today. You know, Jesus, when he talked about love for one another, this scripture pretty much explains it all. He says, Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. You know, Jesus says that we are his friends, and he laid down his life for us. As we take communion, as we ponder about these scriptures that we've learned this morning, and think about the value of our lives and the value of the lives all around us, let's think about Jesus, that he valued us so much that he laid down his life for us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful to you that Jesus had this in his heart when he went to the cross, that he laid down his life for us. God, help us to understand how valuable we are to you and how valuable we are to each other and that we we matter, God, we make a difference, that we're here for a reason. Father, help us to appreciate you at this time, God, as we take the bread and the uh, fruit of the vine, help us to understand the body that was sacrificed for us and the blood that was shed for us. I pray that this will propel us towards love and great deeds. We pray in Jesus' name.
0: You've just listened to the West Side Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit the Westsidechurch.com, or LAICC.net.